Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. It's so, so true. I'm the storyteller, dropping the realness from my experience. HLS in the building, me and boundaries, we ain't never been friends. Yeah, it's the logical genius. I don't think you're ready for this knowledge I'm about to drop. You are now listening to My Five Cents. My Five Cents. My Five Cents Podcast. And welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the My Five Cents Podcast. If you have followed us along and liked what you've heard, go ahead and follow our simple rules of FFLLS. Go ahead, HLS, explain to the people what the heck that means. Find, follow, listen, like, and share. That's it. That's what we want. That's what we need. Support the journey as we continue to grow. I really am just happy with how everything has been going. So how are you guys feeling this week? The cold is here, man. The cold is here. I was in Florida for a few days and uh, came back to, you know, I was at 90 degree weather, I think. Now I'm back to 50, 60 degree weather here in the city. It's it's a gift and a curse when you travel when it's cold where where, where your home base is. Mm -hmm. Because you want to pack for vacation, but you got to pack that winter coat, that jacket for when you come back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That weather change is drastic. And it takes up space in your luggage and then you got to get another suitcase and have to pay the fee for the extra suitcase and all that nonsense. So it's, it's a hassle, but it was fun. So... I'm excited about this episode. We are going to talk about knockoff brands. And the person who is going to help us discuss this topic, she is a CEO and mom of three. Or maybe I should say she's a mom of three and a CEO, because I'm sure she's mom before CEO. She is passionate about brand awareness and how to make an impact via authentic content marketing strategies and copywriting. Being the CEO of a content agency, she leverages the crafted content method that brings entrepreneurs real results without the fluff. Please welcome to the show, Britt Gregorio. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, super pumped to be here. Good. We're excited to have you. Thank you. So let's start right with it. What is the crafted content method? What is it? That's a great question. So the crafted content method is my own unique methodology that I created for entrepreneurs. When, you know, on this journey, I actually started my business as a VA and that, which is a virtual assistant. And then I just really honed into the gaps in the market. And I began, I got a lot of success pretty quickly. And I began working with entrepreneurs all around the world. And I really honed in on those gaps when it comes to branding and writing and good writing and content and all that fun stuff. So I created something to be able to help them further. So that is the crafted content method. I don't want to give away too many secrets, um, but it's very effective. And it's just, I don't, you know, I'm totally a BS free kind of a person and I don't do fluffy stuff. And I'm not going to tell someone who is hung up on their content to go meditate in a corner for five minutes. I like to deliver real results quickly. So that's that. Yeah, so you you talk about this entrepreneurial spirit. With COVID, we definitely had had a change in just the way the world thinks. You talk about the great resignation and people really doing things that are towards their passion. Shoot, this podcast that you're on right now, this is a passion project. 
What do you say to those people that may have found their passion through this pandemic? I would say that that's, it's just flat out inspiring. I mean, for you to be able to find, to dive deep within and find something that you love in the midst of chaos, let's put it that way, because there's no better way to explain it. I think that that's really beautiful and inspiring and strong. And that really plays into one's character. So yeah, that's, it's incredible. Is it just me or do you think now is is a fantastic time to be an entrepreneur? I say that to say I'm a man of a certain age and, and growing up, we didn't have things like uh, TikTok creators or, or YouTube creators where where people are are generating income for either A, being themselves. I think there was a kid making millions, opening up gifts on YouTube, I, I think it was. And and now you have people who who are creatives and putting out these short form videos that are, that are funny or or just dancing and and getting likes and mentions and and the the biggest thing of all I would say maybe is OnlyFans, right? Is is now the the best time that you've ever seen to be an entrepreneur? I'm not sure if it's the best time I've ever seen, but it certainly is a really great time with the economy and just kind of how that's transforming and shifting, I think it's an amazing time to jump in and be an entrepreneur, especially in the online space. But the only thing that I will say about that is that you just, you know, you really have to be in it to win it. You have to show up consistently and frequently every single day. You cannot miss a day. There's no calling in sick, you know? So there's, I mean, yes, it's an amazing thing to be able to say, I am a CEO. I am an entrepreneur of my own business, of my own company, but that comes with real responsibilities. And if you're not willing to put in the work, and I'm not talking about hustle culture, but if you're, Mm. if you're not willing to work hard, then you might want to, to rethink that because it's, it's not easy and it doesn't come overnight. And if anybody says that you, there are overnight successes, they're full of crap because that it, it's just not, it, there, there are breakthroughs. There are certain things that can happen to lift a person's trajectory, whoa, <laughs> trajectory upwards, but nothing happens overnight and it takes real hard work to get anywhere. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting that you say that because especially in this day and age where I I think the shift the last few years has been instant gratification, right? Um, And because everything is quick, you know, you get access to things quickly, information quickly, news alerts, news stories, whatever. People think that even these, a lot of these social media stars and, and people like they've, you know, some people have been doing it for the last six or seven years with zero views in a very early episodes. Like one of the interesting things I like to do is like with like YouTubers or social media people I follow, I'll go to like their, if they have a YouTube channel, go to their like videos and go and change the order by oldest, right? To see what their first version of their video looks like versus their, their newest version. And, but it happens and you see it's over time, like five, six, seven, eight years ago. Um, and, and it's crazy. And people think it's just, you know, quick instant success. I mean, there are those stories, but that's not necessarily the case. So my question for you is, is since you're, you're focused on, on marketing and strategies and branding, what, what do you think is the toughest thing companies big or small are facing with, with branding in this, this age? That's a really great question. So I think that it is being able to tell their story in, in an authentic way, if that makes sense. 
So a lot okay. of people, a lot of business owners that I've had a conversation with, they just truly struggle and they don't know how to tell their brand story. It's almost like a block. They can't write about it. They can't talk about it. They can't even sing and dance about it, which I, I'm not into, but whatever floats your boat. <laughs> um, and <laughs> it's, you know, they just don't know how to tell their story authentically. It's almost like not an entrepreneurial crisis, but they, they just don't know where to start for lack of a better word. So I would say that's the number one thing that I see that I've seen for several years now. So you have these creatives out here and they have this great idea. They have this passion. They're ready to get it out there. And then you have someone that's more established that sees said idea. And before you know it, that idea has been gobbled up. How does someone who is a creative protect themselves in this world where social media, there's so much access, anybody can see anything at whatever time, and they have more access to more resources than you do, and then they take uh, your item. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've had it done to me, so I know exactly how it feels. I've had my stuff stolen twice. It was not a good experience. I was very upset for a long time. It was difficult, but look, at the end of the day, you are the only one that can do what you do. So I would say to that person out there, put your blinders on, cover your ears, put your head down and do you do what you have to do, do what is in your heart. Because again, you are truly the only one that can do what you do. Nobody else is the same human as you. So nobody else can really do and give what you have to give. Although what you have to give might be similar, it's completely different. And you have to make it your own. You have to make it unique. Great advice. Great advice. So authenticity is a big thing. I think you mentioned that earlier as well. So, Britt, we've talked uh, entrepreneurship. We've kind of talked branding and, and marketing. With social media just being so broad and out there, being a marketer, is it now becoming kind of a, an extinct profession? Absolutely not. No, there are, you know, there's nuances to everything and you really have to pay attention to what the market is doing, where the market is shifting, and then what your target market is wanting. So if you are on top of all of that, you can serve them all day, every day. So absolutely not. I, marketing is very much alive and well. And I think people, I think more people should get into it, but for the right reasons. All right. Here's my follow-up question. Okay. <laughs> Everybody talks about it. The big A word, the algorithm. What is the oh. algorithm? Who controls the algorithm? How do I get involved in the algorithm? Great question. And my answer is pretty simple. You don't. Leave it alone. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> It's you just out bigger, there. You just have to live with it. It's is. like air. It's air. Yeah. You know, it's just there. Yeah. You have bigger fish to fry at the end of the day, and you can't be giving your your mental, you know, awareness to the algorithm because sometimes the algorithm changes every single day, every day, sometimes, depending on, you know, whatever mood it's in. So you can't worry about that. What you need to be worrying about is, branding yourself properly, even if it's a personal brand, branding yourself properly, being super authentic and just being consistent and frequent every single day. Branding yourself properly. What does that mean? Can you be more specific with that? I can 
try. So it really does depend on each person or, you know, business brand. But branding, we all have a brand. We all have a personal brand. And then we have our business brand. And somehow they both intertwine. It's just, it's the way that it works. I, I can rarely, I rarely post anything on social media without it relating to my business. Even if it's a personal post, it has something to do with how I got where I am. Even when I post a, you know, a picture of my kids or something, it just always correlates into one another. So it really does depend, but you know, you have to be very cognizant about what you're sharing on social media. So for example, if you are a business owner, and, and then you're you when you have your business page, maybe you have your personal profile, whatever the case may be. And you are constantly posting about how you're down in the dumps, you're fed up with life, you're talking about, you know, I don't know, somebody else's sexual orientation, or you're talking about taxes or who's running for president next, you know, and getting caught up in all of that. Nobody's going to come to you. You know what I mean? People are not going to be focused on coming to you because you are not standing out as the authority in your space. You're not a thought leader. You're just like depression central and people are probably sick of seeing your stuff, right? We all know that one person. So. Yeah, HLS is definitely that person for, for sure. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you, you raised an interesting point because that, that actually reminds me of the question I want to ask. It's about, so the last few years, especially is about this companies are, are even more socially aware things right and, and one of the things you mentioned earlier was about authenticity right so if if you're a small business owner and you want to comment on political things you know or whatever because you want to take a stance on something right but you don't because you don't do, well does that does that kind of because now i see that but i also see where people are expecting companies to take stances on things like corporations are taking stances on you know, uh, when the Washington Redskins, right? They they were a football team. Now they're the Washington Commanders because their name has always been an issue for decades. But as of late, because of political pressure, social pressure, whatever, they ultimately remove you know the Redskin name from from their from the name and the mascot and call themselves Commanders. So uh, it, it's how do you find that balance, right? Where you want to be authentic, you want to show people who you really are, but then also be almost politically correct to some degree because you're not alienating anyone from whatever service or product or business you're offering. That's a really tough one. I think it's yeah. very complicated. And like you said, it is it is truly a fine line. Mm. So if if you feel like any one thing is working for you and it feels good and your audience is receptive, I would say keep on going. You know, but if it doesn't feel good to you, if it feels icky, if it just doesn't align intuitively and it's not resonating with your audience, that's something that you need to look at. Personally, I don't talk anything political on mm -hmm. my stuff. I just don't want to be a part of it. I have my own personal views on that. You know, my husband is Spanish and that's just not a pot that I want to stir. Mm -hmm. So I just don't bring up anything like that. So what would you say to Kanye West right now? I feel like I'm going to need some advice. What would you say to him right now? He needs, he just needs a hug. That poor man. <laughs> yeah, he just need a hug. Kanye, come find Brit. She'll give you a hug and you'll be good. That's For real. It. And I think he's, he's so smart. Like he's just, 
from a marketing perspective, from a fashion perspective, like he mm -hmm. is awesome. But then sometimes he says some stuff that's like, okay, well, you know, look, we all get angry. We all just have that thing that really sets us off. I see stuff on social media every day that makes me want to throw my computer out the window, you know, but you just, as a business owner, if that's what we're talking about, you just kind of have to keep it together and keep your thoughts collected because you still want to be seen as that thought leader in your industry. And you don't want to like really start pissing people off. We're going to go ahead and move on to the next uh, segment of the show. And once again, our topic for today is our five cents on the best knockoff brands. And the logical genius is going to explain to you the next part of the segment. All right, Britt, we're going to have some really, really good fun, right? So what we're going to do is so, so Juve, HLS, and myself are going to present our five cents, our top five best knockoff brands. We don't know each other's list. We, I don't know what Social Juve has. I don't know what HLS has. But we're going to present to you our list one at a time. You get to decide who goes first. And after we present our list, we're going to have a little cross-examination cross segment where we get to poke holes in each other's list and kind of sway you because you are the judge. Being the, the expert that you are in branding and marketing, you would know better than us, right? Because we think we know it all, but we know nothing at all. So we need your expertise. I don't know what he's talking say. about. I know it all. Exactly. See, that's that's something somebody who doesn't know anything would say. <laughs> so we need you to decide which of us knows it more than the other to settle this debate and to have it in the, the algorithm for all eternity. I'm excited. I'm excited because I initially went to school for pre-law. So this is like right Ooh. up my alley. <laughs> okay. 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 Here we go. Here we go. And HLS, can you please provide Britt with <laughs> the rules and criteria for judging? Britt, you're super smart. I think you could get this. There are no rules. None. None Nada. at all. You might like the fact that we're somewhat neighbors, and that's why you choose me as the winner. You oh. might like the yeah. Don't listen to that neighbor. <laughs> okay. You you might like the presentation of the content. You might think someone has the most creative list. So whatever floats your boat. Whatever you decide, Britt. It's up to you. You guys are making it hard already. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me throw something on top of that. Now is the first chance you have to judge. You get to pick who goes first. Who would you like to hear from first? Let's go with our awesome host. So, 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 Juve, you're up. Oh, I'm up. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. This right here is my five cents on knockoff brands here, okay? And all I have to say to you is winners see themselves with winners, okay? So you see yourself with this list right here. So we're going to go into our five right away. And starting off at number five, it is a personal favorite of mine. Honey Smacks came out in 1953. Okay. It, it was actually a ripoff of the 1948 Happy Jacks, right? And Happy Jacks is actually known as Golden Crisp right now. Okay. So you have $5.99 for some Golden Crisp. $4.48 for some Honey Smacks. That right there is some savings of about a dollar and 51 cents or so, okay? 
So that's why you want to go in that direction. Number four, we got great value bleach. Why? Because it kills 99.9% .9 of germs. Also, if you look at that label, it kills COVID-19 virus. That's very important. I think all bleach does that, but okay. <laughs> and it costs $5.34. Now, you heard the logical genius. This is where he's logically wrong, okay? Look at the promoting and branding. Clorox kills 99% of germs. It does not kill COVID-19. Look at the branding. It is not on there as opposed to the great value bleach. And it costs $8.58. I would prefer the $5.34. Give me that great value. Number three, lugs. Looks a little similar to something else we know that we are about to get into. But look at that price. $34.99 for a pair of lugs. You can catch that at Walmart. Or you could buy some Timberlands where you could actually buy six pair of lugs for the price of one Timberland. $210. And I don't know if you notice the difference. There's not much of a difference besides some stitching that is in the bottom corner over true. there of some Timberlands. That's the only difference between this picture and that picture right there. Okay. So lugs is number three. Remember, winners see themselves with winners. Number two, U.S. Polo Association. Now, this is one for the hood right here, right? So the hood, you know, you got your polos, you got your little marking. You're like, yo, mm. yo, yo, you rocking that polo. But are you rocking the two polo, which you see right there? That's that U.S. Polo Association. Or are you rocking that one polo? And there is a big cost difference between that Ralph Lauren polo and that U.S. Polo Association. All right? So what's great about the U.S. Polo Association is not only the price, because their polo, the highest price polo that they got is $25. The highest price Ralph Lauren polo is $450. I was actually rocking this <laughs> U.S. Polo uh, Association tie. I've been rocking that thing for like 10 years. And people still come up to me. And they're like, yo, that polo hot, that polo hot. <laughs> they can't see the two, that there's two polos and there's two guys on there. So they, they don't know the difference. But I've been getting that cred for about 10 years. And that tie cost me $7.99. So the quality is good and it's sneaky because it's a blue tie with some red stitching. So you really can't tell. You can see that there's somebody with a mallet, but you can't tell that there's two people on there. So that's number two. And number one, and this is for the hood. This is for the hood. In 2013, people were flossing and faking. On this vehicle right here, the 2013 Chrysler 300 <laughs> cost you 30000 But for some reason, that thing looked just like the Bentley Flying Spur, which was 180000 Bentley Chrysler. Yo, even Drake said it in a song. It was like back in 2013 when we were rocking the fake Bentley. Yo, it's a real thing. The hood loves it. Remember, once again... Winners see themselves with winners. And this list was definitely the winning list. I'm upset that you chose me first because you're going to be seriously underwhelmed moving forward from here. So this is my five cents on the topic of knockoff brands. I don't know who you want to hear from first, but just be prepared to go to sleep. You, 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 I mean, second, you, you, you went first. You didn't even realize you went first because <laughs> you're terrible at this. I don't yeah. know what you're doing. 
the the presentation was nice, but it, it lacked a lot of substance. It, it lacked a lot. Yeah, yeah. What, whatever yeah. content presentation of content, people. I don't know, guys. It was good. It was impressive. I mean, it, was, it was good. It was good. So, Britt, who do you want to hear from next? Um, let's hear from Ethan. Okay, Britt. Here's my five cents on the best knockoff brands. Number five. Everybody likes game night. Everybody likes game night. One of my favorite games was Taboo. But you know what, Britt? Between me and you, I don't know what Birkenstocks is. I never knew. I never knew. But you know what they have now? Black Taboo. It's for the culture. Black Taboo. Black Taboo. <laughs> So when me and my for the culture, it's for the culture. Wow, black taboo. It's the same cards, same game. But you know why it's a knockoff? Because there's no buzzer. You don't need a buzzer. Black people just yell. You don't need a buzzer. (laughs) Where are we going? Yeah, it's just the cards. It's just the cards. Number four, Britt. You've been to New York City. I've been to New York City back in the day when we used to hit the nightclubs. After the clubs, we used to go get some food because everybody's hungry. There was a spot we all used to go to, me and my friends used to go to. It's called Gray's Papaya. But mm. you know what? Do you know it? You're familiar? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't the original. The original was Papaya King. Papaya wow. King came out. This is true. In 1932. They had a business part. The business part broke off. Grace Papaya didn't start until 1973. But Grace Papaya was my favorite. It's the same business, same concept. It's the knockoff. Number three, you all heard of it. I can't believe it's not butter. Say less. I don't need to say any (laughs) more. Who needs to say any more? I can't believe it's not butter. Number three. Number two, Kellogg's Raisin Bran. Everybody loves it. Everybody hates it. Everybody loves it. It's kind of kind of gift and a curse of that cereal. But you know what? It's a knockoff. It's not the original. The original was Skinner's Raisin Bran. That was introduced in 1926. Kellogg's didn't come out with the Raisin Bran until 17 years later. Oh, I thought you were about to say 1786. I was like, and they just started America too? Wait, what's going on? <laughs> so almost 20 years later, Kellogg's came with their own raisin brand. And you know what's better about Kellogg's? It's got the sugar-coated raisins. And number one, number one, Brit, I'm a man of certain age. You may not know this. You may Basically, not know he's this. old, Brett. That's um, what he's saying. He's old. And number one, I don't know if you heard of this thing. It, it's, it's a toy... It became blockbuster movies produced by Jerry Bruckheimer. The the, the the intellectual property came off. You ever heard of the Transformers? Oh, yeah. You know what? They're not the original. They're not the original. There was something that came out in, in 1983 called the GoBots. It was the GoBots. See, you never heard of the GoBots. You never heard of the GoBots because Transformers came in a year later and blew it up and took over. Took over. You never heard of the GoBots because Chairman Ford became the knockoff came in after the GoBots and and and, and took off. You never and, heard of GoBots because you weren't even born while HLS was watching <laughs> the GoBots. 
<laughs> and that's my five cents on the best knockoff brands. Now you have good. one left. Thank you. And I didn't need the theatrics. <laughs> <laughs> marketing, baby, marketing. All right, Brett. So you've heard some interesting lists. Um, I'm next. So it's it's interesting to see how HLS and Sozo Juve approach their list. Uh-oh. They went very, very product oriented, right? If I'm looking at the question, I'm looking at the best brands, right? Not just an individual products, but the brand as a whole. So that's my approach. And, and, and my measuring stick is when you say the best, why, why would you call it the best? It's not the funniest. It's not the cheapest. It's, is it as good as the original, if not better? That's, that's how I look at knockoffs. And, and, and when you say the best of something. So at number five, everyone shops here. Everyone hates shopping here. But you can't beat the prices. Walmart, right? Walmart sells things for cheap. And they have their own brand, their own knockoff brand called Equate. They knock off everything. Toothpaste, paper towels, potato chips, water, all of that stuff. Bleach. And bleach, <laughs> all of that. Yep, all of that. So that brand is a Walmart brand. That and, and Walmart's already cheap. That's why people love shopping there. Their brand's even cheaper. And the quality of their brand is pretty much the same quality as the products they're knocking off. So that's my number five, Quake. Number four, I'm going to go to the bigger stores, right? Everyone probably shops here. You probably shop here. I know I shop here. Costco. Costco has their own knockoff brand called Kirkland Signature. Like Walmart, they knock off everything. Every product that they sell from a big retailer, no retailer, you see their product right next to it at a cheaper price same quality. They probably buy it from the same manufacturers because let's face it, they all come from the same manufacturer. At number three, I go with another big retailer. And this is the biggest retailer on the planet, Amazon. Amazon has a brand called Amazon Basics. Again, I knock off of every single existing product out there and they make it just as good. Some things are much better and even cheaper. Number two is an interesting one. And I'm, I'm going to make it a little different. I'm going to go a little different with this. You ever heard of the movie The Lion King? Oh, yeah. It's, you, you've heard that movie, right? Great movie, right? The original Lion the, the cartoon, right? Made millions of dollars, billions, probably billions at this point. One of the most favorite movies of all time, at least for me and for a lot of people. Did you know that that movie was a knockoff? No. The Lion King came out in 1994. And you can YouTube this afterwards. I'll send you the link. In 1994, it actually copied a Japanese series called Kimba. And what was the series about? A white lion. And if you go scene for scene and shot for shot in that movie, and again, you'll see this all over the internet, they mimic everything that happened in The Lion King from Kimba the series. From the fight scenes, from the death scenes, from the dancing scenes. All of that. So the Lion King, as, as, as much as it pains me to say, knocked off Kimba, the animated show from Japan. So that leaves me at number one. Like, how, what would top the Lion King? Because that's a big deal, right? Number one for me, 
and it pains me even more to say this, Apple. Apple. Apple is the number one knockoff brand on the planet. Why? Answer this question. What has Apple invented? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's my point, right? Where are they known for now? They're known for the iPhone, right? The smartphone. Did they invent the smartphone? No. Smartphones, I used to work at a popular electronics store. I'm not going to say their name, but I sold multiple at the time. They were called PDAs, personal digital assistants. These were smart devices, right? Apple didn't create a brand new thing called a touch smartphone. No, they just took that and just made it better, right? They took an existing product, bootlegged it basically, put their branding on it and made it better. Did they invent the personal computer? No. Personal computer came out in what, 1980 or 1974. And then they came up with the Apple Macintosh in 1976, two years later, basically copying what was already in existence, but just making it better. Did they invent the tablet? No, they didn't invent the tablet. Tablet came at least three or four years before that by Android or even further back. I think Microsoft invented something back in the eighties. And the reason why I call them the best knockoff brands, because they are so good that people think they've invented things. And all they did was take an existing product and threw their label on it because that's what knockoff brands do. Just like the product So So Juice showed, just like some of the things HLS mentioned, they took an existing product and just threw their logo on it or changed the name, tweaked it here and there and just made it their own. And Apple is the best at that because their branding, we're going to talk about branding, is the best on the planet. And so much so that people think that they've invented these things. And in actuality, they just took something that someone else did, knocked it off, slapped their, their Apple on it, and said, made in Cupertino. So number one for me is Apple. And Brent, that is my five cents on the best brands, knockoff brands. Wow. You guys are really hard. We have to make it hard. You got a lot to think about, Brent. But let me tell you, we're going to help you. We're going to help you make a decision. Because right now we're going to enter a phase of the show where we call cross-examination. Oh, no. We're, we're going to poke holes in each other's lists. And bo- by all means, you can chime in as well. You are allowed I, to ask your questions too because to help you make I'm your decision. I'm about to show you and prove to you why the logical genius and social jewels lists are trash. Oh, oh boy. So, so oh, then wow. go, go ahead, HLS, since you're so confident. Oh, for sure. I'll, I will go first. Let, let's talk about the logical genius, his list. His list, outside of The Lion King, lacks any versatility. It's We're talking all the about same. brands. We're talking about brands, I, I, not I products. Understand. I not understand. products, not individual listen, products. Listen, brands. A, a, a brand could be a product. A brand could be a product. So, so four out of your five in the list are all retailers. Like, how easy was that? Because did they're you, the top five people that knock off on the brands. Did you put any thought into this list? No. It, you look at the numbers. <laughs> you look at the numbers. You look at the numbers. Numbers don't lie. And those are the biggest knockoff artists on the planet. On the planet. All right. I have to say this. This is where I struggle with your list, Logical Genius. It is... The fact that, you know what? Everybody gets everything from Alibaba. Everybody gets everything <laughs> from some kid in a sweatshop in China or Taiwan. So 
when we talk about knockoff, yeah, everybody knock off everything. So like brands, the fact that you're talking brands. about, yeah, of course, of course, we're talking about brands and this, that, the third, but you do not offer the people savings. And that's what I offer. I offer people real things that they can be tangible to hold on to. You are talking about Steve Jobs and Mufasa and Simba <laughs> talking about Akuna Matata. I don't even understand how your list is helpful to anything at this moment. So It's helpful people, because it identifies all the brands I've been getting people, right? You do not, again, the the the, the number one for me when, when I came, approached this list was brands. Like, what are the brands that are the best? Like, you can't just say, I mean, you can because that's why your lists are trash, but you can say, <laughs> like... Oh well, this is this is a knock. This is a best knockoff brand because it's cheap. But this is cheap doesn't mean it's best or better. That's not how I value better. That's not how I would define better. Just because something is cheap, you don't buy something because it's cheap. Well, I mean, HLS would buy stuff because it's cheap. But this is true. Um, this is true. But you want quality. So if you're going to say best knockoff brand again, in my mind, I would say the brands that make the products from the original manufacturers or the original creators just as good, or if not better. That's that's how I define it. Okay. One simple and, question I got for you. Do you have an iPhone? Of course. You've been got. You've been <laughs> got. And that's why, and that's why got. full disclosure, what did I say at the beginning? It's like, it pains me to say this, but Apple, I am an Apple fanboy, Britt. I am not going to deny this. So the fact that I am calling them out and pulling the cards because this is the type of argument we used against the Android users, right? No, no, Apple does its own thing. But actually, we know the truth. We know the truth that <laughs> Apple is a knockoff brand. We know this, you know, hashtag knockoff. So so let me let me have my questions for, for HLS. HLS, you're number five, yeah. Black Taboo. Who makes tab who makes Black Taboo? Uh it's called Black Owned Gaming. Okay. So it's not made by the same company Makers as Taboo. Taboo. No, 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 no. What company it's, makes yeah. Taboo? Uh I want to say Hasbro, I'm not sure. Okay, so the reason I raised that's because, oh, okay, you're showing it. <laughs> it's, it's it's for the culture. Yeah, it's for the culture. <laughs> well, going back to what we were saying about not insulting people and not doing things, you know, you said something about black people don't use buzzers. They shout. Do you want to like, you know, take well, that wait, comment black back? Don't, black people know what? Don't use don't the use buzzers. buzzers. You just shout. Do you want to take that shout. comment back? I mean, do you want? Do you want to redeem yourself? Because we talked about authenticity and not no, you know, trading no. that fine line earlier. <laughs> I don't want to take that comment no. back. Wait, wait do you need a hug from Britt? Because yeah. we already got Kanye on the waiting list. She'll give you a hug too. No, I don't take that back because we're loud. We're loud people. So we're Italians. Mm. Uh-huh. This is true. This, <laughs> there is, you go. this is true. There you go. And I guess so, so, Drew, what I would come back with your list was a lot, Please. but we don't have time for that. What? I, I will give you this. I'll give you some credit. The best knockoff product brand, if you want to call it, on your list is actually number three, Lux. Because I used to work at a not-to-be-named footwear store. <laughs> and for those who came so and saw the- places you don't want to name. Oh, yeah. But when it well, comes to me, you put all my business oh, yeah. in the street. <laughs> Listen, when, when the sponsors start coming in, I just start naming names. But they, I mean, when people came in looking for the Timberlands and they saw the price tag, they're like, what do you got? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this is the lugs right next to it, right next to it. The only thing I, I don't, so you're number five, Honey Smacks. Like, is, is your reason for putting that on is just because of cost savings? No, actually, it's personal preference. I think okay. that Honey Smacks tastes better than Golden Crisp. Okay. And Golden Crisp was the originator. So I had to give something for my youth. 
And Honey Smacks is definitely better than Golden Grizz. Okay, so it's best according to you, not necessarily best in the world or best knockoff brand in the world. No, not best okay. knockoff but it's brand. Good. Okay, okay, yeah. gotcha. I'm, be, gotcha. I, I'm personal with my list. It's not, my yeah, list it's is nothing, very personal. nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. So, Britt, do you have anything for cross-examination? I don't. I'm pretty solid in my decision. Okay. <laughs> so, it is decision time. Decision time. time. Hey, hey, keep, it, keep in mind, we don't care about number three. We no, do care we about care. number two. Oh, sorry, we don't, we don't care, care about, about number, number two. two. Sorry, number two. Sorry. I've had I've had one too many cocktails. Oh. Who would you give third place? So just to clarify, this is the best knockoff brands, right? That's no, the question. Listen, that's the topic. But keep in mind, it's based on your criteria. Whatever your criteria, criteria you want to decide. To answer your question, Britt, yes. Thank you. <laughs> but thank you, HLS. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, okay, so I would say that number three, it hurts my heart because your presentation was fire, but number three is going to have to be so-so. Impossible. Make sense. Impossible. Impossible is well, nothing. Over black taboo. <laughs> it's for the culture. It's uh, for the culture. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what Birkenstocks is? Or are, do you know what Birkenstocks are? <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie, so, so that that hurts, man. Because because for the for the audience who can't see this, because we're podcast, so so had a very nice presentation. What? He did again. He did. It he was did. it was all show, no substance, but it was a very nice presentation. I can't believe it's not butter. Uh, <laughs> <the> top brand. <laughs> Butter is a top brand. We all know what it is. We all know what it is. Well, I don't need to, don't need to say Go ahead, Brett. Go ahead, Brett. Here's the thing. Explain. Your, presen your presentation was fire. It was heartfelt. For real. Like, it was just amazing. Ted Talk. Not, hood. I did Ted Talk hood. quality. Ted you Talk quality. I could not have put any more thought into that with my face on the screen. It was magical. <laughs> it was, it was pure magic. But, I will say this: if we're really, even with my own personal, if we're really talking about the best and the best of the best knockoff, you, when you're when we're talking about brands, right, and specifically products, we have to look at the knockoffs being what they are. But then, could they potentially be worse than the original? For example, things things like the bleach, things like the cereal. I'm not even going to go into detail about how many harmful toxins and chemicals are in those products mm. that it needs to be considered that it might, you know, it, because it's a knockoff, it's probably more harmful than the original, even though the original is as equally as it's appalling, but still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honey smack so, can smack you dead right when you eat it, you know, we just have to look at that. Yeah. At that standpoint, but that that was my only reason for putting you in number three. Don't feel sad, Brett. Don't feel don't, sad. It's where he belongs. Do, it's where he belongs. Winners need to associate with winners. The <laughs> <laughs> picture was right there. We were right there. A for effort. A for effort. I know. Are you in New York? Do you want to hug too? <laughs> hey, put me in line. I'm in third. I'm third. We got Kanye, HLS, and then so good Drew is coming for a hug. I'll put you on the list. Oh, the number three loves you. That's it. <laughs> All right, Brett. Brett, it's the, it's the moment of truth. We don't care uh, about number two. Who do you give first place to in this debate on best knockoff brands? So it's going to have to be 
be you, logical genius. Thank you. It's a logical <laughs> choice. It's a logical choice. There was no variety in this list. Hey, you know what? HLS, line up for that hug. Line up for that hug. <laughs> we're not that far from each other. Yeah, there you go. We're, we're not. Me we're in not. the city. Hugs for everyone. We're going to have to have game night. <laughs> and go get some hot dogs after the culture. It's for the culture. So, Britt, Britt, explain to the people why my list was the best. It was just so indeed. Well, before I, I tell everybody why your list was better, I thought. I, okay. I, I just want to go back to each of us first. Okay, let us know how bad his was. Your it wasn't bad at all. Nobody's <laughs> presentation was bad, first okay. of all. But the passion behind what you were saying, HLS, was like, I felt that like in my soul. Like you were super passionate about what you were. Or, I mean, we, he is an emotional he, guy. He, he locked eyes with me on here on Zoom. And I was like, oh, dang, he's serious. So, <laughs> about butter. About butter. <laughs> about butter. I can't believe it. I can't it, believe it. <laughs> it was very passion driven. And I really did love the factual background. So that was awesome. The only reason why I had to go, like, you know, I just had to, to go with Logical Genius is because the, 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 in, it was like information overload. I probably didn't know half of that. <laughs> and it, if we're talking, again, if we're talking about like the best brands and being knocked off, his truly was the best. Sorry. Thank you. I am the best. Question. Who doesn't love have taboo? Question. Yeah, Who I have a question for you, Britt. <laughs> Are you are you an Apple user? I am. Yeah. Say thank you, yeah, Team Apple. Apple bias. There we go. It's the Apple bias. <laughs> that's, 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 that's what we know the truth. We know the truth. We know it's we know it's a knockoff brand. We know it. We just in denial about it. Unbelievable. But it's the best knockoff brand on the planet. You did. You brought really good knockoffs to the table. Walmart. That's um, what I do. The Lion King, do. Apple for sure. No, I like really felt those like deep. <laughs> Thank you. Need, I'm telling you, we need you, to fact check some for, for those in the audience who haven't seen Kimba and the Lion King comparison videos, go to YouTube and, and search Kimba versus the Lion King. You will be shocked and you'll be like, appalled because the Lion King was one of my favorite cartoons of all time until I saw that. So, uh, Britt, if you were to have your five cents on the topic, what would be your five cents on? the top knockoff brands oh my goodness i didn't do my research (laughs) (laughs) i i would say i would have also gone with amazon and probably walmart Mm -hmm. um even target yeah target was online too yeah i i would say that those would probably be on my list you know what i had on there and and you probably most new yorkers love this place trader joe's are oh you a Trader Joe's fan? Right? Yes. So, yes. Yes. Thank you. Right? I had them. Kimba knocked them off. Or the Lion King knocked them, knocked them off. But Trader Joe's, they make, similar to Amazon, similar to uh, Walmart and, and Costco, they make their version of another product, but they're just great. And the right. prices are great. They're just great. Trader Joe's, I, I didn't put them on there, similar to what you said about Target as well. So, um, yeah. so you basically had my list. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Britt, if people wanted to get involved with your method or follow you on social media, how would they get in contact with you? Yeah, so I'm all over social media. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Brittany Gregorio, all across the board. You can even find me on TikTok. 
um, and the website, of course, craftedcontentagency.com. Yeah, and I saw that you had uh, an event in the beginning of October. Do you want to talk about that event that you had with your crafted content method? Yeah, sure. So it was our first ever workshop with the method in specific, and it was amazing. It was what I was able to teach these entrepreneurs was absolutely incredible. And we actually filled up the membership, so we shut it down for a little while. Nice. We're we're redoing some of our program, but we will be launching a brand new program coming in January, and I'm really excited about it. Fantastic. Sounds good. Yeah, Yeah, you're going to have to let us know when in January uh, that's going to release, so we can definitely promote it. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Working on it, working on it, getting really excited. Awesome. It's a good way to start the year. Yeah. It is. Absolutely. I want to thank you for being a guest on the show. Your yes, yes. decision making is quite questionable. I mean, the presentation was on fire. I don't even understand <laughs> how I'm trying to make it make sense right now. I don't even understand. I don't even know what to say to the ladies. I'm going to have to yeah, show them. You're going to explain to yourself to Salida and Fabness. because uh, yeah, I don't understand either. Yeah. Because I was going to invite you over for game night. <laughs> <laughs> So, Britt, I'm going to go ahead and say goodnight to the people. HLS, go ahead and explain yourself. <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs> HLS is leaving the building. And logical genius, the champion for this week. Go ahead, say goodnight to the people. Ladies and gentlemen, sometimes we can't do what feels good. We just have to do what's logical. And I am the logical champion. If I can quote a bootleg movie, <laughs> the king has returned ah! thank you no way i can't stand him the, the circle that of life thank you where's the does the able to have the intro to the lion king oh, <laughs> what is going on and brit please go ahead and say good night to the people good night everyone and just remember to stay authentic